In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness in pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details who would have thought that Naughty Dog only had two choices in their life? Sacrifice everything they've ever built and become a live service or continue to make single-player games? At this no point... One, no one talk about the third option, which is just keep remaking everything. The real option. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. We won't spoil it. With the talk, the word vomit, Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Such as? Such as? What do you got? Got anything? Baseball commentary? I got new releases. New releases? I mean, we could do baseball commentary, but listen, trying to explain a deferred contract of 10 years and 700 million and actual current value of 437 or 467 million and going through the whole thing of what that means to salary cap, not this podcast. Yeah, a female coworker who generally asks us for current events was like, hey, what's going on in the world? And I was like, there's not really anything going on. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are complaining about baseball contracts and she's like, tell me more. And so we tried to explain to her the concept of well, we, you know, there's a lot of context you need. So, you know, I had to explain like the luxury tax and, and all this. And it was just like deer in headlights. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I'm out on this. It's that, it's the fact that 10 years and 700 million doesn't actually mean 10 years and 700 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the way the luxury tax, tax works, that they do a current value on the contract, which is 467 million. Mm-hmm. So he is still 43 million against the salary tax or the luxury tax for this year. But he's only getting paid two million, and then in twenty thirty two, thirty four, uh, he starts getting sixty eight million a year. But if he doesn't live in California by the time he starts earning that money, then he doesn't get paid the income tax on it. So oh yeah, there's there are so many layers. Not to mention he also has a clause in the contract that he can opt out of, of that contract whenever he wants if certain people are fired or leave their current jobs with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. The whole thing is nuts, man. <clears throat> it's insane. It's, it's really entertaining to look at. Because if I can negotiate that deal... <laughs> I would, like, wild to, I would like to buy a car. <clears throat> and I'm going to defer all $75,000 to about 300 years from now. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you $1 each year that I'm alive. All right. 
Deal. Where do you sign? <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't want to deal with that, you could just play new video games. You could, such as Alan Wake 2. New Game Plus is officially out. So if you played and finished the first uh, game like I have, then hey, New Game Plus. Stargate 2, or sorry, Stargate Timekeepers for PC. Number three, United 1944 for PC. Number four, Viewfinder goes to PS4. Number five, Wisdom Watcher for PC. Number six, Pioneers of Patag... I almost said Patagonia. That's not what that is at all. That is not a company that is rivaling Columbia. This is number six, Pioneers of Pagonia for PC. Uh, Number 6.5, if I hiccup one more time in the middle of this, I'm going to lose my mind. Number seven, Alaskan Road Truckers. Ice Roads Expedition PC. Matt staring at that game going, yeah, but you're no snow runner. Yeah, there's a couple new ones coming out, I think. Alaskan Road Truckers Trucking Hell DLC. Whoa. House Flipper 2 for the PC. Can't afford to do it in real life? Do it in the PC. Yeah. I think, I think, I'm not positive, but it might be a part of Game Pass. So you know what you could do, Matt? Piss your wife off and load the game up and be like, look, I got a house for us to flip. It's right here. (laughs) Number 10, My Little Blood Cult for PC. For some reason, I wanted that to be My Little Blood Clot. <laughs> Number 11, Raccoon Venture for... I, it says Raccoon. I don't know if that's supposed to be Raccoon. But Raccoon Venture for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 12, Seorama, The World of Shipping. Nice. For PC. And number 13, Hero Loon for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 14, Towers and Powers for PSVR, P- PC VR, and Quest. And number 15, Trinity Fusion. Fusion. Japan's working on a fusion reactor. Of course they are. Gotta power those kaiju somehow. Yeah. Gotta power those Gundam. True. Uh why don't you take odds? I have a feeling we're going to kind of move tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not there's, thrilling. There's not going to be much commentary until we hit the Naughty Dog thing. Because really, everything else is just kind of bland. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. Uh, number one, Mike's... Oh, and, and number three. I forgot about number three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Microsoft is converting a group of contracted game workers into unionized staffers. As reported by Bloomberg, the ZeniMax Workers United Group of 77 will see 23 staffers become full-time employees. They will receive a wage increase of 22%. The others will gain temporary roles at Microsoft with $2.75 hourly raises, as well as paid sick days. In a statement sent to Bloomberg, uh, Microsoft Vice President Annie Panani? Yeah, sure. It's either that or if you want to be Italian about it, it's Panoni. Amy Panoni. Amy Panoni. <laughs> said, quote, we look forward to continued good faith negotiations as we work towards a collective bargaining agreement, end quote. Fascinating. Fascinating, yet suspicious. But that's life. That is. That is life. I guess we'll see what it kind of turns out to... Yeah, mean you know. Yeah. I, Who just another another uh, domino in the unionization. Yes. In, in the what do they call those things? It's not domino runs. What are they called? 
Is it that? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Sure. Like, massive domino thing, and you knock one over. Yeah, it's like usually some sort of art thing. Yeah. Is it a domino run? No, it's a marble run. Domino. It was also on an episode of Taskmaster early on in the one of the seasons with Al Murray when he was paying off everybody else, and they had yeah. to make a domino <clears throat> thing. Domino anyway. thing. I'll look it up. Uh, speaking of unions, let's go to number two. Speaking of unions at Microsoft, ZeniMax, Workers United, and the Communications Workers of America released an update on contract talks saying they have reached a tentative agreement with the company that would impact how it can com- in- how it can incorporate artificial intelligence into its business. The union said that the deal commits ZeniMax to uses of AI that augment human ingenuity and capacities to ensure that these tools enhance worker productivity growth, and satisfaction without causing workers harm, end quote. Under the terms of the deal, wherever ZeniMax rolls out AI in a way that impacts the work of union members, the company will provide advance notice to the union and negotiate its plans upon request. Additionally, it lays out six guiding principles for AI's use in the workplace, insisting the tech must be fair, reliable, and safe, private and secure, inclusive, transparent, and accountable. So we got a couple terms here. Uh, domino toppling. Nope. Domino run. Okay. Domino rally. Okay. Domino show. I'm going to go rally. All the rest are not good. <laughs> Apparently a domino rally is a competition between two or more players to be first have all dominoes fall. Learn something new every day. <clears throat> True. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Something about unions and AI? Oh, AI. Um, and just how it, when this, you know, one of the ways I didn't think about using AI, uh, it, it makes sense the moment you hear it. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to um, Rates and Barrels, which is a fantasy baseball podcast hosted by uh, Eric Van Riper and Eno Saris. And it is my go-to listen to the during the season, even out of the season, just for fun things. But during winter meetings and whatever, they started doing an interview series where they were interviewing people in baseball and doing a, you know, where did you come from? How did you get here? What do you look for stats-wise? If you, if you were hiring today, what would you look for? Because they got some people that are at driveline or inside of actual front offices and whatever to kind of talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the guys that the guy at driveline, actually the, I guess, owner, co-founder, founder, sole founder, I don't remember, uh, Cobb Bodie, um, was talking about how they use AI to train their employees in like how they should talk with major leaguers and stuff. So like when a client comes to them, they don't trust a new employee to just sit with them one-on-one and immediately have that conversation. So they use AI after they've had they've recorded every conversation for years that they've ever had with any major leaguer, any uh, actual coaches, anything. So they all have all that lingo, and they use that to train people because they know that if they ever get somebody really good, they're going to get picked up by major league baseball, and they need to still. Well, okay, you can't. You're not going to stop them. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. But I still need to be able to bring people in and then have them continue you know, like keep doing it. Like we're building a process. Yeah. And so whatever, and I was just like, it was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you could speed your train up time on an employee by a, any amount of time, yeah. it's worth it. Mm-hmm. 
and you don't have to have you you sitting there playing the role of the player. You can just kick him off into a room, have him do a ta- like do the conversation, whatever. Then view review the conversation that they had and be like this, this, this. Okay, all right, and then you know yada yada. It was just a very interesting like. It makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't you just use it to train, uh, especially like customer interaction facing employees, stuff like that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If if you're somebody in like one of those worlds that's having a lot of clientele conversations, especially in a world where you know vernacular and everything else might be entirely different. Yeah. AI everywhere. You know, we should just we should just kick back and let them run everything. World War. All right, number three. Um, I'm assuming the branding on this is fantastic. Right? Yeah. Oh. The I mean the branding on Oh, oh, sorry. Just you mean the the way that they pronounce that? Yes. Yes, I believe okay. it's fantastic. Sorry, I thought you meant like the entire idea of everything that's about to oh, happen. Oh. No. Because I see that and I want to say fantastic. Oh, fantastic, yeah. I mean, I would go with fantastic, but I understand. I I see the urge. Yeah. Uh fantastic has shut down less than a week after the day before launched in early access on Steam. The open-world survival MMO, as of writing, has a mostly negative rating on Steam. Uh, In the announcement on social media, the studio said, quote, The day before has failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor, end quote. <clears throat> Fantastic was founded in 2015. It has gone on to co-develop titles such as The Wild Eight, develop Radiant One, and Prop Night. The news comes a month after Fantastic delayed the day before, as it previously had a release day of November 11th. In January, the MMO title was delayed due to a trademark claim, leading to it being delisted on Steam. Then last year, it was also revealed that the day before was being developed in part with unpaid staffers. And that's only a small sliver of the drama that has this has been a shit show that has circled this game like sharks around a just chum factory <laughs> are there sharks around chum factories i don't know man are there chum factories at the sea i don't know you having you having issues over there there's something that didn't feel right i think yeah. i got it though I feel the same. I've been doing the same thing after we had the pizza. It was. I've been over here like rubbing my teeth. For me, I was thinking it was a piece of chicken was just like just flapping. Mm -hmm. It's good now. Um, the uh, some of the best quotes are the Daisy doing the the day after sale. Yeah. Uh, saw a couple headlines that were they released the day before and then closed the day after. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of people also being like, did they just rebrand to? Um, Saw that they rebranded to a different studio. Yeah, they they, they closed this down, but then they moved all of Wild Eight and everything over to a different team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so did you guys just did you shadow dump like, yeah, sell sell a shell company and now you just own them again? And you're mm-hmm. like, the the whole thing 
seems like there's got to be something illegal. Something illegal has to be happening. Uh, yeah, it was like a, a operational launder money or some shit. Yeah, it it's just an absolute shit show. I mean, we've covered this now four times going back to it's the most reviewed game. It was the highest whatever or the highest and most anticipated highest reviewed whatever it was at the time. Yeah, most anticipated. And it was out of nowhere and then it was delisted and it was all that stuff. And then it it came out and I don't did you see any of the gameplay from it? Like any of the bugs and everything? I have not. I was gonna ask you. Wild piece of shit. People were just walking through things not loading, falling through world. Like it was terrible. The fact that it the fact that it rivals Kong for worst game of the year, think about it. We had the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You had the day before Kong, the Walking Dead game by the Kong Studio, and Gollum all mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. In a golden age of gaming, we also had the four horsemen of the apocalypse show up. I don't know. I mean it's it's kinda wild because we had we had had such highs and such lows. I mean, we are peaks on both sides of that. Yeah. There there is no middle ground this year. Peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. That's it. Um I don't know. I feel like part of it too is the whole MMO thing. It's like it's just you I I don't know. When's the last time we had a successful MMO? Like Black Desert or something? Like oh like, like a new launch? Yeah. All the big MMO launches, um, all the big Western MMO launches, have been fucking awful. It depends. Yeah. Well, like, no. Nah, I yeah yeah. I guess that would be true. Yeah. Yeah. New World was terrible. Mm-hmm. Lost Ark is technically a Korean port. So. Yeah. And but that one did fine. It yeah. is still going. I think I think it's still doing fine. Uh, Black Desert's fine. Final Fantasy is Japanese and Final Fantasy is killing it. Yeah. Uh, wow is still doing fine. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is still doing okay. RuneScape is still doing fine. Yeah, but those are all you know, like there's mostly they're all, established. Yeah, they're all fully established. There's New World is the most recent uh, MMO shot that actually has released because there's obviously like riots and, and a few others that are rumored to be in the works, but there's no nothing concrete out of any of them yet. So yeah. Star Citizen doesn't count. It doesn't like Eve Online like, is established. Like, I feel like it doesn't bode well for. Uh, no, it doesn't for the future of MMOs. The near future of MMOs. I think the, I think the way that MMOs need to exist in the future has to change fundamentally. Yeah, I don't think we'll but get. I think it's still doable to do one. I think we'll get a merging of like what we think of as a traditional MMO and what we think of now as a game, a live service game. Yes, I I, th- I think if you you slam Fortnite into Final Fantasy slash WoW, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you'd be looking at. Yeah, I, you'll you'll get like a hybrid that's more approachable, but you'll still have a, some hardcore stuff. A lot like, of like expansion or battle passy things, but mm-hmm. not none of not really subscription fees and yeah. you know all this other stuff like seasonal stuff. Yeah, seasonal content. We'll see though. Yeah, we will see. Number four. Want to talk about Epic? Uh, I feel like we're obligated to. All right, then. Epic Games has won its trial against Google over antitrust claims, as reported by The Verge. 
the jury voted unanimously that Google's requirement for developers to use its Play Store's payment system for all transactions was anti-competitive. The trial began on November 3rd, and the jury voted yes to every question on the verdict from siding with Epic. Which means that they didn't side with Epic. No, sorry, which means they fully sided with Epic. Uh, it's yes. his verdict form, so. I know, but the fucking legal mumbo-jumbo in here just means the jury sided with Epic on everything. Yeah, Epic won. Okay. Epic won. Google bad. <laughs> We're going <laughs> after Apple next. Okay. We started with that. Now nah, going got, going back, and we got derailed. Now we gotta go yeah, back. Gotta go back. You know, gotta, now they gotta, got the. We gotta win precedent, and then go back. Exactly. It also deemed Google Play's Project Hug initiative, in which developers were allegedly given financial incentives to stay on the Play Store, anti-competitive. In response, Can we pause to the, for a second there. Doesn't Epic have the same program where uh, they pay developers to to stay exclusive to Epic for a certain amount of time? They re- they launched it I guess, recently. I, I mean, yes, they do. I guess the question is, is the what are the financial incentives? Are they paying them money specifically to buy an exclusive as a publisher, or are they saying that we'll give you a better cut, which Epic also does, but Epic does that cut on baseline versus team instead of was Google nitpicking certain people? Like, uh, they, like yes, there is a lot of one finger, three fingers back type thing that they got to be real careful of, but. <laughs> I think there's, I think there is also a point that Epic would stand on to, the, where they would almost go, all right, fine, yeah, there's is bullshit. You want me to remove mine? It's gone. Like I, they have enough money where they could do that and just kind of stare at them still and go, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say that Google doesn't have enough money either, or Apple. Yeah, they both know they have fundamentally enough money to do all of this thing. They're just yeah. blood hungry companies, all three of them. Mm-hmm. If, the, if you could pay them in blood, they would take it. In response to the ru- ruling, Google shared its plans to challenge the verdict. Wilson White, Google's vice president of government affairs and public policy, said, quote, The trial made clear that we compete fiercely with Apple and its App Store, as well as app stores on Android devices and gaming consoles. We will continue to defend the Android business model and remain deeply committed to our users, partners, and the broader Android ecosystem, end quote. I don't. That quote, I don't think, is good in the context of what we're arguing about at base, at like a surface level. Well, that's what they're, they kind of alluded to what they're going to, I think, base their appeal on. But it's, yeah, yeah. But like, if the argument from Epic, which I'm not reading, and I don't want to go over this all over again. Yeah. Copy and paste my argument against Apple right into the same conversation. I don't give a shit if they want to say you have to conform to certain things in our Play Store or our launcher or whatever. Yeah. I have the problem being that if you say I have to pay through Apple Pay, Mm -hmm. I should have the ability to then also redirect out to my own site and mark up paying with Apple Pay to fix the fact that you want to take a cut out of my payment. So if it's $9.99 for whatever this thing is, Apple's going to take X amount. So on Apple, it's going to be $15. And on if you take the redirect link to my site, it's going to be $9.99. It'll still unlock the same thing because you're logging into the same account. Mm-hmm. That should be legal. Now, if you want to tell me I have to apply to certain safety measures and, you know, virus, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, I get that. But mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to tell me how I want people to pay for my thing. Yeah. <clears throat> 
or you shouldn't even if you say that the only one I can have in the app is the Apple thing, I'm gonna hide it and put three splash screens in front of it that say you should just buy this online because when you log in it'll be activated and it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like Twitch donos versus subs. You can just go to the a lot of creators' PayPal's and give them money. Yeah. Or you can do a Twitch sub, which Twitch takes fifty percent off the top or mm-hmm. more. Which one? Which one makes more sense for you to do if you actually like the person and you want to like truly give them money, not just like yeah, not have ads to watch them type of thing. This is murky. It's murky, and there's a lot of like, there like precedences will be set, and it'll have like shock waves. Yeah, because like everybody will start suing. Yeah, this stuff affects game, like you know, Steam and PlayStation Store and Xbox and all that good stuff. So I don't know. I'm of I'm of two minds on it. We won't rehash any of it. We've we've bickered enough in the past about it number five <laughs> bigger in the past about a lot of things we can end the podcast now if we, <laughs> if we, if we use that precedent <laughs> <laughs> a pokemon themed park will be opening in yamura land yomuri land an existing amusement park located in tokyo japan the, t- the pokemon company partnered with Yamuri Land Co., the firm behind the amusement park, and the publication Yamuri Shaban. Yamuri Shaban. Shaban is a newspaper in Japanese, by the way. Uh, To create a new company called Poke Park Kanto. The new entity will be behind the new theme park, which was simply described as a place, quote, where visitors can enjoy the Pokemon experience in a lush, natural environment through various events, end quote. Uh, No further details were shared. About when the Poke Park might open. I just like I I don't know what they're gonna do. I'll I'll see the pictures. Hopefully it looks half as good as as uh, Mario Land does. But I would love that you just get like plush balls mm-hmm. that are you know Pokeball, Great Ball, <laughs> and you just throw them at entertainers dressed in Pokemon costumes. <laughs> It'd be so fucking funny to me. Uh, I like the um. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I I don't know if this, if this is like a newer thing or a rediscovery thing, but the idea that like they're they're making these like parks that are like meant to resemble what it would be like in universe. I think it's uh a bit of a nostalgic kick but also into like some of the places realizing that certain things universal whatever just don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 the changing of the guard of like, all right, well, parts of the Caribbean doesn't have to be a thing anymore. We can move on. Yeah, I just wish it'd be nice if it wasn't so expensive. Space Odyssey, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The expensive parts is an entire other problem, and the fact that most of these are in Japan is another issue. Yep. Uh, E three number six. E three is officially dead. Again. Again. We've we've claimed them officially dead multiple times. This is the official end. They have this admitted, is yeah. They have admitted death. <laughs> the Entertainment Software Association has announced that the end of the long-running event. In an interview with Games Beat, the ESA's CEO reflected on what led to abandoning the event. Quote: Video game companies have new and exciting ways to reach people. They can do it on a timetable that meets their business needs. This doesn't take away from the need to bring people together. We'll think about exploring ways to bring everyone together to tell a story about the industry. I don't know what form that will take, end quote. But officially, E3 is done. Yep. Um, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them for... Uh... A lot of memories. I'm happy that they've kind of admitted defeat and not kept trying to mm-hmm. drag it out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot, of, a lot of memories, a lot of fun times. Those will not be lost. They will still continue. The E3 will always have... Even though it might not be E3, it will, for the most part, until uh, maybe our generation or a little bit younger is is older, it will still always, that week and era will always still be known as E3, even if E3 doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I would like to see maybe them do, if they're going to do something, try to partner with the, like Jeff or whoever to to just do like a one-size-fits-all dump of everything. Mm-hmm. With no com- don't don't get, I don't care what the commentary is from all your writers. Just give me a dump of all the trailers. There is an E three site that does that, but like or you know a fan made site that does do that during E mm-hmm. three. But I don't know. Just just do something, or do nothing and fade into existence. Fade yeah, I mean, I wonder if they'll if they will kind of take a backseat to consumer facing stuff and and genuinely just do more industry focused stuff and kind of like re I could see, you know, you know, these things are, 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 uh, secular. Like you're going to like, we're going to at some point circle back and have, have something 10 years, the return of E3 and all of us (laughs) looking at each other going, why? (laughs) I, I can't wait for they can't even wait two years and they put out the image of a zombie hand 
coming out of the ground like the dead the left for holding dead one. like the, holding, holding a fucking half rotted e3 symbol yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man all right number seven uh career games journalist steven totillo has gone independent and unveiled game file the new website will be a reader supported platform and newsletter covering video games he plans to contribute to Axios and other outlets occasionally. Totillo's professional history includes serving as editor-in-chief of Kotaku for 12 years, uh, and he worked at Axios covering the game's beat for two years. So joining the recent cadre of uh, independent entities that are reader-supported. It'll definitely be... um. Interesting, because Totilla's up there as one of the, I don't know, more more respected sounds like semi-disingenuous, but... No, I uh, agree. He does. There's like a no bullshit to him. Yeah, it was always somebody that I would check. Like, if there were stories coming out, I would always try to check and see if he had one, because it was always going to be a good read. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Number eight. Ooh, I got this one. Naughty Dog has stopped development on The Last of Us Online. The studio shared an update about its multiplayer project in a blog post, which it stated the decision came down to what maintaining an online service game would mean for its single-player titles currently in development. Quote, to release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all our studio's resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come severely impacting development on future single-player games. So, we had two paths in front of us. Become a solely live-service game studio, or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage, end quote. And then some screenshots of the menu and such uh, leaked online. I feel like that quote is cherry-picked and a half. Yeah? You've not, not like that quote is not cherry-picked, but like the, as they're presenting it, they are spinning a tail so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You haven't also been given 16 support studios? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, they're... I do hope we get more on this because I do think it's kind of like a failure. Like, a kind of a big failure for them. Because, like, you do have how many... Like you said, how many support studios and what have you accomplished? You've literally made remasters of your games. Right, which even you didn't make. You yeah. offloaded and then kept your hands on. I think they're just using the current like bad taste in everyone's mouth for live service games to like cover for themselves. Yeah, for sure. I, there's it, Well, it's a mix of that and... Uh, there were some people that wanted to like blame Bungie after the whole they had Bungie play it, and they said it wasn't blah blah blah. And it's like, I I think the actual answer comes down to you got in your own way. Yeah, everybody just wanted factions with some minor tweaks and brought to PlayStation Five. Yeah, and I mean, it you, just boils and, down to you made bad choices, and you said the scope got too big. Mm-hmm. How? How for multiplayer did your scope get too large? And it's because you don't know how to edit yourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they did say at some point too that they like I don't know if it was a rumor, like a rumor or whatever, but I guess they're working on two single player projects. Which the, with the amount of, of we've kind of had rumors about yeah, that from with the amount of people you have, I would hope that this wasn't the only thing you were working on. Yeah. And what are those two single player projects? We won't Last talk of about that. We don't want to get too angry. Last of Us right? Part 3 and uh, Uncharted Remastered, right? I mean, I'm sure there's a Last of Us Remastered in there somewhere. It's for the PS5 Pro. <clears throat> Not just yet. <laughs> One year after the Pro is out, then yes. Uh, Number nine. The Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta app has launched on MetaQuest VR headsets, meaning those with an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription can access its library of games. The app is available to download via the MetaQuest Store and can be accessed on MetaQuest 2, 3, and Pro headsets. Supported controllers include Xbox, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch Pro, with support for PlayStation 5 controllers planned for the future. Games available to play include Starfield and Forza Motorsport, displayed on a 2D virtual screen, which can be viewed through different display sizes. I wonder how well good that looks. That's what I'm. I'm curious. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm not curious enough to. No, <laughs> no, to purchase, I. but yeah, it's not it's not driving money for me. But yeah. it, I'm just kind of like, has somebody got one? Anybody? Yeah, is that what? You know? Is there one that want to tell me what it's is like? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, exactly. Is the juice worth me squeezing you to play it? Because I'm not gonna buy it myself. You know what time it is, man? Rumor roundup. It seems like the Elden Ring Shadow of the Air 3 expansion will launch in February. There may be a second DLC expansion coming in 2025, right before GTA 6. (laughs) They're like, get it out quick. Insomniac Games has been reportedly hacked by a ransomware operator, leaking screenshots from Marvel's Wolverine, including character design. Speaking of Wolverine, the game is suspected rumored to be an Xbox exclusive, which would be interesting. That would be interesting. Insomniac has almost basically turned Sony. So mm-hmm. The PlayStation 5 Pro is rumored to be powered by a Zen 2 CPU, which, well, it makes sense. PlayStation 5 Pro could launch in September of 2024 with Sony's own proprietary DLSS solution. And Ubisoft Shanghai is rumored to be working on an open-world reboot of the Might and Magic series called Might and Magic Fates. Y'all remember Might and Magic? Yeah, a little bit. Do you remember Skull and Bones? Um, I don't want to. Which one do you think comes out first? I mean, Skull and Bones is going to come out. So Might and Magic first, then? <laughs> I did see a post on Reddit of someone who played Skull and Bones recently. Was it an Ubisoft employee? No. <laughs> if it was. Ugh. Can you imagine? They're like, hey, just say that you've played it. They basically were like, this ain't it. The first hour, you do literally nothing. Well, yeah, it's a boat RPG. Yeah, but there's like no combat whatsoever. Oh. They were like, you quite literally don't do anything interesting. So what do you do with that? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't think there's. I think this is. I'm happy to be Ubisoft's out. bad. I'm happy to be out on it. I want it. I wanted to be in. I wanted ship combat. You know, I wanted something that was like, oh, I can go around and fuck some stuff up in a boat. But you know, that's that's not in the cards. It's time to go back to World of Warships. Ubisoft. I did watch. I started watching <laughs> World Warships YouTube videos again, but I can't do that to myself either. <laughs> you can once you get your fi- your driving rig up, modify with <laughs> a ship wheel, <laughs> <laughs> modify with a ship wheel and everything. Uh, I'm gonna I, get I it. I don't know what I would do if I showed up and you had an old wooden ship wheel <laughs> and just a foghorn, just. <laughs> <laughs> that's just all it was also i can't wait i don't to know see, giant fucking me- mechanical levers for like launching torpedoes and oh shit. yeah yeah i can't wait to either that or just like a program a um yeah uh a button box a button box but i'm thinking of the elgato stream decks oh yeah and it's just all those buttons but i also <laughs> i'd also love to see you doing a war thunder with the actual <laughs> throttle would be so much fun or to see you d- I want to see that rig get done. Are you you playing SnowRunner right now? That's that is that legitimately like, going to happen. That is going to be so good. <laughs> that one is legitimately going to happen. Hey, so uh, how much cursing has he done today? Well, he hasn't left Siberia and he <laughs> lost seven trucks. He's currently backing up the eighth one to pull out the fifth one. <laughs> All right, now for the questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Grand Theft Auto 6 has become the most viewed new game trailer on YouTube with 142 million views. PlayOn confirmed the closure of Free Radical Design. With its closure, 80 employees have been laid off due to Embracer Group's ongoing restructuring program. Speaking of, Embracer Group has reportedly laid off... um, Made made layoffs at 3D Realms and Slipgate Ironworks. They're really cutting, really cutting the fat out. I mean, they're cutting the fat out, but they were fat. They were really fat. Uh, Wizards of the Coast parent company Hasbro is reducing approximately 1,100 positions. The latest round of layoffs is in addition to the nearly 800 that have already taken place across the firm. It's unknown how many from Hasbro's video game divisions were affected. <clears throat> Man, Hasbro's like a weird one to see. It is. When you th- like, when you like, think about it, they they have a lot of shit. Right. Speaking of a lot of shit, <laughs> Netflix has 90 games in development. Oh, the God platform boy. launched 40 games this year. What? In 86, since its initial foray into games in November 2021. Oh, I'm so happy I don't know what any of them are. Lots of mobile games. Oh, well, whatever. Microsoft could expand two new markets. I should say that better. Uh, Microsoft could expand two new markets with ad-supported game streaming. Xbox CFO said, quote, For models like Africa or India, Southeast Asia, Maybe places that are not console first, you can say, hey, do you want to watch, you know, 30 seconds of an ad and then get two hours of game streaming? Quote. How do you feel about that, Nate? Do you want to watch 30 seconds of ads to get? um, I know some people that watch ads to get. um, Apparently, Starbucks does this. 
where you watch videos and then that you'll get money or you'll get the chance to you'll get, get like get a credit. random prize yeah. or yeah, something yeah. and yeah. it can be like whatever a gift card there's there's a card. lot of mobile schemes that do that i don't really know why but like i gut instinct find that revolting oh no i'm right there with you yeah, yeah. but i don't necessarily like I don't know if that's like a like a really valid feeling because you are getting something for it. I don't know. It's terrible. A24 and Kojima Productions uh, have announced that they will be teaming up to produce a live action Death Stranding movie. I can't wait to see who they cast as Norman Reedus' character. Do you think it's... It's Norman Reedus, right? You think Kojima is going to I like... would fucking love if they casted somebody else. Can you just imagine? I can almost guarantee you that Kojima will like demand that everyone who played the characters in the game have to play them in the movie. Right. But can you imagine if somebody else played Norman Reedus' character? <laughs> I if if they cast completely different people, I'd be like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" It'd be like, like "What's the point, Kojima? Is this another layer to your fucking world mind game?" What's the point, Kojima? Could could just be me getting quoted from 2015 on. What's the point? Man, he can't answer it. He doesn't know. He's like, oh, I can't believe these people are falling for this shit. Speaking of Kojima, the amount of people I've seen shitting on the Game Awards has been so good. Oh, yeah. Like, just people being like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Yeah. These, these were terrible. Mm-hmm. They're bad. I'm like, glad Everyone I know that has watched them has had the same opinions that we've had you know what that means it validates us yeah which is dangerous (laughs) uh a new report from nico partners has found in-game purchases accounted for 87.8 percent of the 89.4 billion dollar gaming market share in asia the middle east and north africa The 2023 Game Awards reached 118 million views. Jeff Keighley confirms that this was the most watched ceremony in the event's 10-year history. Which, you want to talk about getting validated. He's getting validated. Uh, Publisher Focus Home Interactive and developer Mudfish Mudfish, announced the second DLC for Atomic Heart, titled Trapped in Limbo. Void Interactive's hardcore tactical first-person shooter game, Ready or Not, is launching out of early access, which means they're adding more missions and content as well. Yep, 1.0. You still trying that? Still checking yeah, I mean, out? Maybe at some point I will. All Xbox owners can play Modern Warfare 3 and EA Sports FC24 for free this weekend. Mortal Kombat 1 will be getting cross-play support in February. Ubisoft has quietly delisted the crew from digital storefronts and confirmed that the online-only game will be no longer playable from April 2024 on. Makes sense. I mean, there's two other ones, too. It Uh, does make sense. I find it really annoying because I think the... If these games are essentially disposable, then just make it one game. Right, yeah, just keep it alive, yeah. Um... Especially because in the way that that game is designed, yes, if you turn the servers off, it it will not work. Mm -hmm. As somebody who got screwed over multiple times on that game because the servers didn't work when it was still 
<laughs> launched. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah, fucking, I'll never forget that race. As long as that I live. That was pretty wild. That was a fucking wild. <laughs> that night you sent me. Sent me to the fucking moon. Man. That was like the beginning of... Like the distaste for Ubisoft made stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was the tipping point for me. Uh, where it's just like you motherfuckers can't do anything right, can you? It's like <laughs> just just once, guys, one time, and then it just got worse. That was wild. And then they redeemed themselves with Origins. Yeah. And then it immediately we peaked there and plummeted again. Yeah. Fucking psychos. Uh, yeah, so it's been um it's been seven days. What do you what do you been up to? Um, not a whole lot as per tradition. <clears throat> um ordered monitor one for the old sim rig that came in. I plugged it in, make sure that the you know the there wasn't any dead pixels and the screen wasn't horribly fucked up. Right. And uh I'll probably mount it this weekend. Would you? Uh, would you get? Uh twenty-seven inch, because uh, I can't fit thirty-twos in that area. Makes sense. Um, I, I, it'll be fine anyway. An MSI Q two seven four, no G two seven four Q FP QD. You know whatever alphabet soup that they. Good job. No, I'm, I'm proud by. of you for even coming close. Um. What else? Something else happened. Um, I finished Hardcore History, New Hardcore History, the new Hardcore History episode. Um, watch anything? I really, yeah, I think that's about it. Put the old snow tires on the car. Hey, there you go. You can drive. Got an oil change. All of you adulting. I got to go back to get a retaining pin installed on my exhaust so it stops rattling. <laughs> um, still working on the basement. Getting work done on the basement. I'm not actually doing the work. <laughs> That's life. What are you up to? Oh, finished Alan Wake 2. Progress. That is that has been completed. Uh, I'm not gonna go back for new game plus. I really I really like the game, but I'm happy with with ending it and and just kind of like reading up on some new game plus stuff. Yeah. Because uh, from my understanding, is they did put a few things in like each mission, kind of of just like new pages or new little cutscenes or whatever. But I'm like, I don't really want to play all. 20 hours again that I just did mm-hmm. just just to get those. Um, as much as I do enjoy the game, I've got other things i got to play. Uh, played a little bit more like a Dragon Gaiden. i got a, got a ways to go in that. I'm, I'm barely scratching the surface there. But that's the next RPG to knock out. Still playing WoW. Uh, playing a little bit of the show. Playing Marvel Snap. Playing reading. Uh, still in the one Warhammer book that I was in. Uh, hardcore history is done. I got a couple other things I gotta read. A couple things I gotta watch. I'm I'm starting to reach the. All right, start burning through things. Time where I need to. Yeah. 
I need to get through <clears throat> media content that's in my ba- my backlog. Um, yeah, there's. A, I want to watch Monarch. Yeah, Reacher yeah. season two comes out. Tomorrow. It's out now. Or come out today. I think it's out now. Okay. And that's then that dropped to ten, a hundred percent, and tens on everything. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Re- Reacher season two. I want to watch. I got, which I also means I need to watch season one. It's a I. I never I, watched it. <laughs> I just I know the clips and yeah, like I. But I know the I, shows aren't never going to win any awards or you know anything like that. But it's just like good filler content, low stakes yeah. fun, you know, right? Like, which is sign me up. Mm-hmm. Low stakes fun is is some of my favorite content. Yeah. Um. The. So yeah, it's just that Monarch would be a it would be a good one to watch. Because uh, that also came out to pretty good reviews and whatever. Plus, it's just it looked pretty and it's Godzilla, so yeah. It it you want to talk about a popcorn movie? Yeah, give me it. <laughs> yeah, even even if it's bad, it's gonna be entertaining. Monsters, because I'm just gonna it's gonna be me complaining the entire time, which is entertaining to me. King of the Monsters was me the entire time, going, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Jesus. It's we're like, nuking God like you the moment they're like we're gonna nuke Godzilla to keep him alive I'm like alright man sure <laughs> hell yeah he's pink now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah now he's pink and it's like yeah whatever man you got it <laughs> um so yeah it's just a lot of that mm. working out a little bit you know getting getting movement in stretching Trying to stay limber in my old age. Oh, lost that battle years ago. It's like I can still do a lot of semi-flexible things. Mm-hmm. But now I need to do it better. So it's just like, you know, make sure you keep moving, stretching, pick things up, put them down. Yeah. Take steps, ride bikes. So I brought the bike into the house. So you don't my, have to freeze while you're. It, well, it's in, it's in my master now, and mm-hmm. I can actually just like throw the TV on and watch something while I do it, and not yeah, not bike in in six degrees. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, it's the other reason that the one of the the one weight bar is in here. It's like I'm not gonna dismantle the entire bench and bring that inside. Yeah, you you don't want to be fucking Rocky in Rocky Four, training yeah, in the Russian yeah. winter. Well, there's training in the Russian winter, or just locking myself in a meat locker, punching carcasses of yeah. beef. Also, don't need to do that. That's true. I'm also not Sylvester Stallone. That's also or true. Dolph Lundgren. I wish or any of those fighters. I wish I was Dolph Lundgren, man. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool, dude. Where did you graduate from? Not Harvard. Was it Harvard? Yale? It, it was. He's he's Ivy League. He's got a degree in some crazy field. Yeah, and I think from Ivy. Yeah, but I can't remember which one. I don't know. Yale. But yeah, it's it's weird. It's like a physics degree too, or something. yeah, yeah, you know, like some high level chemistry or something. I don't know. It's something yeah. wild. It's not astrophysics, but it's it is like a physicist degree or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird, weird stuff, man. But anyway, that's all I got. Anything else? I do not have anything. Perfect. Then we will be doing one next week because Christmas is the week after Christmas. So yeah, Christmas is a Monday too, right? Yep. So I did take the entire week of Christmas off. Same. 
And I also have New Year's Day off, so it Same. turns into a ten day affair. Oh yeah, I'm I'm off for a I'm oh distance. Fucking amped, jazzed up about it. It's so nice. It's so, so nice. The only downside, though, it it's so nice. There's no r- true downside. Mm-hmm. The only downside is that if I did this at any other time of the year, I know I'd come back pissed. Yeah, because I'd be walking into everybody else have been doing work and breaking mm-hmm. things and whatever. Everybody else is also going to be taking time off, so I know it's yeah. not going to be a problem. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys in seven days. Then toodaloo, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.